it's still not okay for you to be overweight or obese or morbidly obese. I don't think you can be healthy at any weight. I don't think that people are like, I'm healthy. Well, it, does, it doesn't matter. You're still putting pressure on those hips, on those knees, on your heart, on your liver. You're still putting pressure on the body that was never meant to carry that much weight. I'm Christy Code Red, and you're listening to Rebel Weight Loss and Lifestyle where we believe food holds the power to heal or poison, and we believe our society has been misled regarding proper nutrition and weight loss. You're in the right place if you're looking for some straight up truth, because I'm here to shed light on the lies and brainwashing that has taken place over the past five decades. Thanks so much for listening. Welcome back to another episode of Rebel Weight Loss and Lifestyle. I'm your host, Christy Code Red, author, entrepreneur, retired professional boxer. And Carrie, did you know that, I don't know if you knew this, but studies have shown that when you show your hands in videos, it actually makes you more trustworthy. Seriously? I did not know that. (laughs) That's why I'm always doing that. I love that. Oh, I was on the airplane the other day and I was talking to a doc. And we were chatting back and forth and because we have masks on, you have to use your hands more. So I feel like a mime trying to, you know, make my point. There was a little baby across the way that kept staring at me. And he said, that baby likes you because you talk with your hands. I was like, oh, that's sweet. I can't, I can't not talk with my hands. I got to have at least one hand free or I just feel like I'm, I'm just, I like I'm being muzzled. I agree hundred percent. That's funny. I don't know. Everybody just learned something new. Good night. Good night, everybody. Thank you for joining us (laughs) on today's podcast. I don't know how you're going to feel about this, but I think it needs to be talked about. And Carrie and I might have different opinions, but can you be healthy? What was I going to call it? Can, can you be (laughs) be healthy at At any weight? weight. That's what I was going to call it. Yes. Can you be healthy? And I said, right. And then I interrupted you the last time we were talking about this. And I was like, do you mean happy or healthy? And Christy thinks it's the same thing. I think it's different. So that is where it's about to go down. Yes. Thank you, Kevin Hart. I know it. (laughs) I I mean, spoiler alert. No, I don't think that you can be happy, happy or healthy if you are morbidly obese. I'm, you know, And now overweight, slightly overweight, of course you can be happy. But if you take like that rapper Lizzo, who's morbidly obese, and you're telling me she's happy being morbidly obese? No, she is not. And she's not healthy. And, uh, you know, I tell me what you think. It's a tough one. I I believe that we're, did you say Wizzo with a W or did you call her Lizzo? Lizzo. Okay. I got that (laughs) right. You said Wizzo and I was like, Christy. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Sorry. Okay. I was going to sing you why men great till they got to be great. I'm just saying Christy should get the, she's a great singer. And did you know, she's a cl- classical flute player anyway? I, yeah, she's amazing. She went to college on scholarships for it. So here's what I think. And I think that you and I differ. I do think people can be happy at a lot of different weights. I don't think they're healthy. Now, Christy and I did a podcast talking about metabolic markers. And it was great. Wasters conference, a couple of numbers that you have. And they were great practical takeaway tips. I am very trustworthy because I'm talking with my hands right now. So, um, (laughs) so, and I, I think that that's, it's pretty clear that you can easily see health and how it diminishes with your BMI increasing. That is really clear. I don't know if we can make that exact same upward, like increasing BMI and decreasing health. 
I don't know if we can say the same thing about happiness. So that's probably where you and I disagree a little bit. Yeah. And our, you know, the metabolic markers, if you look at, you got blood pressure, you've got a one C you've got triglycerides, you have fasting glucose and you have waist circumference. And so you, even if now, of course, waist circumference, if you're morbidly obese, you're, you're going to fail that one. Even if you passed almost all of these metabolic markers, it's still not okay for you to be overweight or obese or morbidly obese. I don't think you can be healthy at any weight. I don't think if people are like, I'm healthy. Well, it, does, it doesn't matter. You're still putting pressure on those hips, on those knees, on your heart, on your liver. You're still putting pressure on the body that was never meant to carry that much weight. This reminds me of a very interesting story. I will change the names to protect the innocent or the not so innocent, but you know, exactly. Christy, Christy knows again, let's do the sister thing where we look at each other and we can telepathically tell each other who it is. Okay. I have a family member. Let's call them a family member who went to the doctor and the doctor was talking about, and I'll just say orthopedic condition. And the doctor said, if you were not overweight, this orthopedic condition would not be, or a neurological issue related to orthopedics. You, you wouldn't have as much pain. You wouldn't be having as much trouble. Now the other family member that was attending the appointment got very angry with the doctor and said to me in the telling of the story, he said to the doctor, how can you say that? Like this person's already lost this much weight doing code red. Like they've come so far. And how can you say that? So let me just say, I see both sides of this coin. Yes. My family member had lost a significant amount of weight doing code red. No, my family member was not where they should be. And number three, the doctor has no way of knowing what you did weigh, what you, and the progress you're making towards goal. So it's kind of a double-edged sword. And it's like, even though you have lost a lot of weight and you're doing really well and the tests don't lie, they don't fake health. It is true that that extra still 20, 30, 40 pounds you're carrying around family member is affecting your joints. Just because you've lost 50 pounds of code red doesn't mean that those next set of facts aren't true. So it's the same thing with A1C. Just because your A1C is better, you may not be at optimal because of your weight still being too high for your body frame. It was very interesting to me that they were so angry and I was like, but they don't know. And it's still true. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Do you want that A1C down under 5.7? So if it's down from 6.7 to 5.9 and you're like, yay, I mean, this is great and we celebrate it, but it's still not down under 5.7. We have to keep working. Carrie, this is a really big problem in, in a lot of gyms across the world. I've been to CrossFit gyms and I've been to all sorts of gyms all over the world. And where I find this to be such a big problem is CrossFit gyms because the CrossFit athletes, you know, they're just a different breed. They're, they're very, they take a lot of pride in CrossFit. They're really into their community. You know, they're really into their culture and <laughs> they, and they, a lot of them are overweight, but they're in good shape. You know, they're strong. They can run, you know, they can, they can row and they can, they can do different things, but they're still overweight. Is it okay? 
Is it okay that they're doing a 305 deadlift, but, but still asking for the seatbelt extender? No, it doesn't matter how strong you are. It's better. It's better that you exercise. That's, that's great. It's better because you're, you might not roll an ankle. If you fall off the side of the curb, you might not throw your back out when you're picking up your child. Like that's good because you have that strength foundation from weightlifting, but it's still not okay that you are over, you have a, a waist circumference greater than 40 inches for a man or 33 inches for a woman. It's still not okay. I think that a lot of this comes from the culture, Christy, of telling us that we can eat less and move more and lose all the weight we want. I used to work with a physician in the Pacific Northwest. I'll keep that very specific. Although, wouldn't that be great if everyone I'm talking about listened to our podcast? But I don't think they all are. <laughs> Anyway, I used to work with a physician in the Pacific Northwest whom I've been watching uh, their journey to better health. I mean, I'm going to put my fingers up in quotes so you can trust me a little more. And they keep showing all the weight they're lifting at the gym and look better than yesterday. And no doubt this person is getting strong. But let me just tell you the belly and it's okay. I'm not judging, but it's just such a the, the waist circumference, let's just put it that way. The waist circumference is not where it should be. And it just makes me go like, dude, I'd rather see you, you know, get your weight under control. And then you'll feel so much better in the gym. Christy, I used to run miles on the treadmill treadmill. Okay. I ain't outside running like Christy on my two legs on the ground, but, and it was so hard on my joints. Like I would have been so much better off just having lost the weight first and then addressing the physical part, the physical fitness part. So I feel bad when I see this doctor working so hard and I'm like, Oh, but you haven't addressed the weight issue. Yeah. You have, she did. You just nailed it right there. You haven't addressed the weight issue, but they think they are, but they're not. You guys all remember the NBC's hit show, the biggest loser. It ran for, I think 10 seasons, Jillian Michaels, Bob Harper were the original, the original coaches on it. And it was the, the number one, most popular show of its time in the entire, on the planet. They would take these morbidly obese people and put them on Ugh. the Biggest Loser Ranch in Los Angeles, and they would make them exercise five hours a day. Allegedly, they put them on 500 calories a day. Allegedly, they put them on fentramine pills as well. And so they, they just had this incredible, sometimes 10% of their body weight every week. And it was just an incredible, super, super rapid weight loss where these guys would lose 100 pounds in 10 weeks. And it was just really, really rapid weight loss, but they would have these morbidly obese people jump up on a box or run, run more morning and night, you know, doing these things that I, I would never as a personal trainer. And this is part of why I turned down the job offer for the biggest loser. I would never have someone who is morbidly obese do is just not the way the body was designed was the body was never designed. The knees were never designed to take that kind of pounding. So that show made me so stressed out losing 26 pounds in a week. Like that is not normal. Even if you had a tapeworm, but what's interesting, Christy is sometimes these people would lose a little bit of weight, but they would be very unhealthy, super unhealthy, almost probably with all the toxins they're releasing. We all know that fat is stored in or toxins are stored in fat cells. When you really saw that fat, can you imagine all the toxins that were floating around? I wonder if a lot of them got sick, but anyway, that, that show always made me so nervous. But what I wonder is because we have this overwhelming idea of positive body image, and I don't want anyone to misunderstand. I believe in positive body, body image. I believe in loving yourself and being happy with 
who you are on the inside and the person you're becoming at 300 pounds, 400 pounds, 200 pounds, 100 pounds. I, I want everyone to love who you are. So don't think that because we're saying you need to be healthy. You need to be at a good weight for your frame, an appropriate weight for your frame. We want you to have a normal A1C. We want you not to have, you know, not to have these metabolic markers that we're saying that you shouldn't love yourself. You should love, but there's a big difference between accepting where you are and moving forward in your journey and being the attitude. And this is what we see. Screw it. I'm 450 and I wouldn't change it for a thing. Mm -hmm. What? And that, Christy, that is my struggle. I struggle with this daily. It's very hard for me. Melissa McCarthy, a very famous A-list actress, she, uh, a couple of years ago, I think it's been a few years now, she lost, I think, close to 100 pounds. And I don't know how well she's doing now. I just know back then that's what she did. And she said, she went on record and said, I used to just say all the time how happy I was at an obese. And I used to be like, I'm fine with it. I'm fine with it. I'm fine with it. But the reality was I wasn't fine with it. I needed to lose weight and I feel so much better now. And, and I know people out there that are obese and they're saying they're fine with it. I'm telling you, I call bull crap on that. It is, they're, they're not happy. They're not, they don't wake up and just like, I love myself. I'm perfect the way I am. I don't, they don't, they can't, it doesn't feel good carrying around that much weight. You're not fooling me. You might be fooling other people, but your smile, it doesn't fool me. I, Carrie, am I being too harsh? Oh, I mean, I think that this is probably where you and I differ. Cause I really do think there are people that truly like themselves and love themselves being heavy, but it's not healthy. There's no yeah. sense of the imagination is healthy. I don't know. I had another relative try to tell me everything's perfect with all of my medical stuff at a hundred pounds overweight. And I just sat there and I went, well, I sang them a song. Are you ready? Well, not for long, my friend. Well, not for long, my friend. It won't last my friend. Good luck, my friend. I mean, it sounds great and I'm really glad, but your body hurts daily. You cannot be 400 pounds, 300 pounds without body pain, unless you've got something going on that I don't know about. And Christy, I used to be like, I like myself. I'm happy when I was really heavy, when I was 110 pounds overweight. Truth, I really didn't. I was really, really, really miserable. And I've made, I've made it, I've been very clear. That's what I'm trying to say. I've been very authentic with the Code Red audience about what it was like to be that have heavy and that unhappy. Hey, you guys remember that podcast we did? I, I did it. I was a solo podcast called Just Stop. And or maybe maybe we did it together. Just stop. I don't remember. Just stop. It was you. It wasn't, yeah, it, was it you. wasn't too long ago. And that's when if you have 100 pounds to lose and you've lost 60 and you're still 40 pounds overweight, but you've lost 60, you probably have just saved your own life. Just yes. the 60 pounds down, you're going to extend your life. You're off medications. You're you're off your CPAP. Your A1C is down under 5.7, like really good things. Okay, you're still 40 pounds overweight. Does that make it okay? No, not really. But still, yes, you're like, a million times better than what you I can we bring up Carrie Carter Carrie Carter our very famous rebel we love her she's amazing uh at the time of this recording we did a seminar recently and I had the opportunity to call her up and congratulate her for her 200 pound weight loss with code red 
Now she still feels like she has a little bit left to lose to get to she the goal that Christy. Yeah. To, I mean, and Chris, she knows that as well. So I'm not talking out of school right. and to set the goal that Christy has set for her. But Christy and I said something about her after the conference. Of course, she's just a beautiful soul. She's a beautiful person. Her kids are amazing. She's just a great person. We love her. And Christy said, you know, even if Carrie decided never to lose another pound, she saved her own life by losing this 200 pounds. And I thought that was so awesome. We want to see Carrie feel good. We want her to have normal metabolic markers, but, and, and I think she is happy with herself. And again, I think she wants to lose more, but I am so, I love what Chrissy said. So before you vilify us, for saying you can't be happy if you're big or you can't be healthy. Well, I think some people are happy if they're big. I mean, Christy and I disagree on that, but we can all agree scientifically they're not healthy. It's it, it, if you haven't had problems, you are going to have problems. Christy, I lost my weight young enough to where I didn't see the lab work following my weight gain, if that makes sense. But I knew it was coming. I mean, those 14 hour shifts on your feet, those are heck. I mean, they really are. And as a 270 pound woman, that was getting harder and harder to do. So, so you knew it, sis, you knew at the time. I knew it was coming. Oh. I, I, I knew everything looked good right now. And I could have been like what my, our relatives said, oh, my labs are normal. Enjoy that while it lasts. Cause it ain't lasting forever. And your knees, like Christy says, it's not meant to hold the PSI of hundred pounds overweight. For every 10 pounds you are in weight in front, it pulls on your back so much. There is an actual calculation, but I would have to Google it while we're here on this podcast. So I won't do it, but I believe it's like, it's something crazy. Like 10 pounds equals hundred pounds of pull or something. It I'm probably wrong. People will write it below, <laughs> but anyway, it is. I knew that the, my medical issues, even though I had none were coming for me. It's okay at 25. You may not even see it at 35. Nick Gibbler, Christy. Here, for being I was just going to bring up Nick. Thank you. Okay, you go ahead. Nick. You talk oh, about it. Go ahead. It's so funny. I've been sitting here. I'm sorry to interrupt yeah. you. I just thought that was funny. No, 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 no. Uh, let me say something about Nick. And then you tell me if you were going to say the same thing. I get, I'm real protective of Nick, Nick Gibbler. And Carrie, probably you are more so. He started with us back in 2018. And he has lost over 250 pounds on code red. And if anybody didn't know that and they were to look at him now, they'd be like, oh, that man needs to lose more weight. And I would jump down their throat and say, you have no idea. He's lost 250 pounds. So don't even say anything about him. <laughs> yeah. And that's what I was going to say. When he applied for a program, he was close to 600 pounds just to give you guys, just to give you guys a little bit of a uh, perspective. Yeah. Context. And I remember reading through his paperwork. He's a young man. I remember reading through his paperwork and going, what? And so I emailed him, Nick, there's nothing wrong with you. Like other than your body hurts and you can't do things and mobility is an issue. Like not even that much mobility. I mean, the man drives like tow trucks and has a tire business. So obviously he's mobile, but I was saying there's nothing wrong. And he was like, it, surprisingly, it hasn't happened. Yet, I mean, it was going to happen. He's not a stupid person. He's a very smart uh, man. His wife, Jody, also lost a bunch of weight on the program, did great. But Christy, I would love to see Nick get to 200 pounds. Do I think it ever will? I don't know. I mean, that's going to be pretty tough for him. But you know what? I am button popping proud of him for what he's done. And he has saved his life. 
So is he happy? I think he probably is happy at the weight he's at. Is he going to have now? Of course, he didn't probably have the problems before. Let's say he had some metabolic markers before. Is he going to be perfectly metabolically healthy? Probably not with that much still weight to lose. And again, I'm not, I mean, I love Nick. He's one of my favorite people. I'm not judging him. I'm just using, using his and him as an example. And he doesn't mind that we, we talk about him all the time. He's one of our proudest. He's one of our biggest testimonies in code red. And he would say all the same. He would sit here and agree with us right now. And and I, I could not agree with you more on that sis. Um, He would tell you that he's looking at an early death and uh, he was early looking at an early death before he took his life back. And since he did, I don't think he's going to have an early death, but is he, is he optimal? No, but he's not going to die early. Like, like possibly he was going to before. So this is a great example, but can you be healthy at any weight? I still believe we still believe you need to have the right amount of gravitational pull that your body has on the earth. And that matters. It does matter. What the scale says matters as much as you guys don't want to admit that it does. What the scale says matters because it does wear out your joints and it does take a toll on your body and your heart and your liver and the, just the, the weight of your body. It really does matter. So it, people like to say, I'm more than a number. I'm more than you are more than a number. Absolutely. But the scale, the weight on the scale is one of the ways that we measure health and progress. And unfortunately, yeah, you need to keep your weight where it, where it needs to be. One of the biggest misconceptions with this whole body image thing. And you heard Twitter is no longer allowing anybody to talk about diets or anything. There's, there's some kind of, yeah, they did some kind of no more ads. Pinterest did that. Twitter did it too. I thought it was Twitter. Oh, maybe it was Pinterest. Anyway, social media, we will say this. Social media is trending towards no more weight loss kinds of things. Let's just say that we have mixed up worth with health. Mm. We've mixed up. That was worth messing up for just to get that right. Christy, (laughs) (laughs) that we have mixed up. We have, we have blurred the lines of worth and health. Your scale saying one, three, zero does not determine your worth. But unfortunately, it does determine your health. That's the bottom line here, folks. You cannot argue with science. Your scale saying 308 does determine your health. We're so sorry. It's the law of physics. Your body have has excess fuel that you don't need. Yeah. But we still think you're an amazing person. It doesn't determine your wealth, your health, your worth. You are more than a number. You 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 do deserve to be happy. You deserve to be to be to feel good. But you also deserve to be healthy. So please rebels, don't mix up worth and health. And that's where I, it just dawned on me, Christy, as we were having this, that's what I feel like society is doing. So by Christy and I saying, yeah, you need to lose weight. We're not saying you're not an unworthy person. We're saying you're an amazing person. You're just not an optimal health. And that's where I think people, and that's why this message is getting so cloudy. Body haters, body shamers, fat shamers. No, is health not worth. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I tell you, I used to be five foot nine when I graduated high school. And like many of you guys don't want to admit, we do shrink as we age. And I can promise you right now, you are not as tall as yeah, You're not as tall as what you once were. And a lot of you guys who fill out your paperwork and you'll put a height in there. You haven't had your height checked in two years, five years, 10 years. 
And I had my height checked in February. So I had my height checked uh, six months ago and I'm getting ready to have it checked here again. I'm getting my body fat tested again. I have my body fat tested every six months or so. And I'm now five foot seven on the nose. So from here, I will continue to get shorter. That's just, I'm 45 years old now. And that's just the way, that's just the way that aging works. And I am in the process of lowering my goal weight because I am getting shorter. And that's the reality of things, guys. If I don't care what you were back in high, well, back in high school, I was X amount. You, you were always, you were also two and a half inches taller back in high school. It's been 46 years since high school. Listen, Karen, you need to drop that goal weight down. So yeah, we all have to adjust our goal weight to make it optimal for our height and where we are in our lives. I love the way that Sergeant Major handles this. My husband, he handles it perfectly. He was six foot four in high school. And then out of, I think aging and also a lot of back injuries, jumping, not jumping out of airplanes, but landing, landing. Let's be clear. It's landing, landing out of these, you know, low altitude parachute static line jumps. He is six foot two now. And it's funny because I, if I were six foot four, I was still, and I was six foot two. I would still tell everyone that I was six foot four. (laughs) And he's funny, Christy. He never even lies. He's like, I'm six foot two now. And I'm like, yeah, but you were six foot four. I think you should stick with that. He's like, but I'm not six foot four. I'm like, you're no fun. You are no fun. You just tell people I'm six foot seven. I don't know what to tell you. Like, but I laugh because even I know that Christy and I are, I think we're the same height, aren't we, Christy? Pretty darn close. You're, you might be a little, a bit, little bit shorter, shorter than me now, but I'm chasing you down. That's so sad. Christy, let's get inversion oh. tables. What's the inversion table? When you hang oh. upside down. I know. And then well, I'm going to pull on your arms. <laughs> hey, when I, when I had my Mohawk and the guy was measuring me, he pushed down and I was like, this is like whiskers on a cat. Like you can't push down on my Mohawk. And he went all the way down to my, I about fell over. I was like, I'm five, seven now. Like I used to be five, eight. I used to be five foot seven. It just keeps going down and down yeah. and it's going to for you too. And yeah. so, so can you be healthy at any weight? No, we don't believe you can. And you need to get down to a healthy weight for you. That's the bottom line. And we can help you do that. You can, everything that we're doing with Code Red is being done in our Code Red app. We are no longer conducting any business on Facebook. So make sure that you go to coderedlifestyle.com forward slash app or go to the app store or whatever the Android people do. I don't know that. And look up Code Red Lifestyle, download our app, and you can have free access to everything that you would normally have on social media. So we want to we want to serve you in that way. Of course, we can have, we have our 10 pound takedown. We have our coaching programs. We have our maintenance program, everything in that one stop shop. So we would love to help you get down to a healthy weight. We really would. But we think that you are, you have awesome worth and we love you where you are, but we want you to be metabolically healthy. And we just don't believe that can happen on any weight, even though that is a very unpopular opinion, Christy, we're unpopular, bring on the hate comments. You can put them below. Yeah. Well, (laughs) we just, you know, when you put yourself out there with our opinions, this is just going to happen. You know, you can live, you can live safe. I guess you can go live in a hermit crab the rest of your life. I refuse to do that. And so did Carrie refuses. In fact, I asked Carrie, I didn't even ask her if she wanted to do this with me. I just said, can you podcast with me? We hit the button. She didn't even know what we were talking about. So I put her on the spot. So thank you, sis, for taking on the hate with me. (laughs) I'm ready because I think it's really important not to blur the lines. Our society wants to blur lines.
minds on everything these days, guys, right, wrong, left, up, down. It's just such a backwards time that we live in. And it's okay for us to say that a heavy person, a morbidly obese person is not healthy, but they still have worth. And I, and they're awesome, amazing people. And we're not fat shaming. We are just pointing out the scientific truth of metabolic health. And I don't think that people want to hear that. Everybody wants left to be right and up to be down. It's just, it's really too bad. So here we are bringing the truth. And they want where they are to be okay to be there. And it's just yes. not, and we're not going to stand yes. here and, and sugarcoat this. And we're not going to uh, spoon feed you and just be like, it's okay. And we're going to sing Kumbaya and all of us hold you and hug you guys. It's, it's the bottom line is no, no, we're, I'm here to help you get healthy. And I'm not, I'm not going to not going to baby you. All right. You've been babied long enough. We love you. We're glad you're here. Thank you for watching. Thank you for listening to Rebel Weight Loss and Lifestyle. And guys, we'll see you in the Code Red app and we'll see you on the next episode. Thank you, everybody. Thanks for listening to this episode of Rebel Weight Loss and Lifestyle. If you're not subscribed already, please be sure to do that right now. And if you enjoyed this episode, I would love it if you could do me a quick favor and rate and review this podcast. That would be just so helpful. Speaking of health, let me know if I can help you. Go to coderedlifestyle.com, check out my programs, and see what we can do for you. Until next time, rebel on.